Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. What a wonderful day it is. Amen. But I'll tell you what, every day is a wonderful day. This is Elder Jua on the Word Restores. Hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313 313-871-9656. And the question that we have, we've had some questions a lot lately, but the question that we have right now is, who is he and what is he to you? Amen. Yes, we want to talk about what God means to you. You see, we hear some people speak of him as the man upstairs, amen, as they point upward as they start pointing up to the sky. You know, we hear some people speak of him as, you know, him. But do you really know who God is and what God means to you? You see, the word of God tells us so clearly and in so many ways just who God is. And I pray that at least one of the names we will minister on today will be taped to your heart forever. In Jesus' name, amen. So the question is, who is he? Amen. And you know who the he is that we're speaking of. And what is he to you? Let's start looking at some of the names and we will begin to get it. We'll begin to start working through some of the names because the names have meaning. Amen. Names have meaning. In the ancient times, names had meaning. So let's start with Genesis 1 and 1. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And when we look at the original Hebrew for God in this particular um, scripture, in this particular verse, we see Elohim, Elohim. Now you notice it said God created, amen? So this Elohim we know is a creator, amen? That's one of the names for God, Elohim, Amen. And, you know, I started to, to pull some, some information from some, uh, from some dictionaries, and one in particular I like, and it's, um, it's abbreviated by BDB, which is Brown uh, Driver Briggs. Um, it, it sort of breaks down from the, uh, from the Hebrew translation to the English, and it gives us the various definitions. And for this Elohim, plural, we see divine ones, rulers, judges, 
And then I see another definition that says it's a plural, but it's intensive with a singular meaning, and it's God. Works or special possessions of God. And I love this one. The definition, the true God. True in parentheses, the true God and God. Amen. So in the beginning, the true God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. He created the heaven and earth. So he is the creator. So when we look at who is he, yes, he's the creator. And what is he to you? Well, listen, my brothers and sisters, if he's the creator, we are the created ones. Amen. So to me, he is my creator. He created me. He made me. And if we keep on reading, we recognize that he made me in his image and likeness. Amen. Now, I'm going to lay a foundation in a song that I heard very recently, and I really liked it. And the song says, not turning back. So I want to lay this foundation of not turning back. So let's minister in song now. I'm not turning
Hallelujah. There's no turning back. Amen. There's no turning back. Uh, this is a Calypsonian who uh, who was really into uh, the Calypso music. She was well known, I guess, in the Caribbean. And um, she, her name is Denise Plummer. And she turned. Hallelujah. Yes. And she found uh, Jesus Christ and she started to sing about him. And of course, you and I know that when uh, when when you are converted and you, and you're selling out for Christ my goodness my goodness people will they will abandon you they would they would do whatever they need to do to try to bring you back but she says there's no turning back so we we want to lay this foundation as we continue this discussion on who is he and what is he to you and i would like to call this part 1 in the series because most of my references are coming from the old text Testament about who Jesus is and what he is to us. And the reason why they come in from, uh, they are coming from the Old Testament is because this is where God is revealed. He revealed himself to his people. Amen. They didn't know who he was before. They were following other gods. When God took uh, Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees, he was following their own, their own religion. Amen. But now when God selected him and brought him out. That was a whole different, different lifestyle. It was a whole different way of worshiping. It's a whole different person to worship as opposed to the the gods that they were worshiping before. Amen. There was one God. Amen. And so God had to train him and reveal himself to Abraham and to his descendants, to Isaac, to Jacob, to the prophets, to those whom he had he had selected to do his work as he was leading his people into a life that was suitable for him. Amen. And so when we look at who Jesus is, or and, and I'll say Jesus because Jesus is God. But when we look at who God is, we would recognize that God is revealed in the Old Testament before he reveals Jesus, God incarnate, God in flesh on the earth in the in the name of Jesus. Amen. So for this part, we are looking at the Old Testament specifically. So that's why we started with Genesis 1 and 1. Amen. Because that's the first time we hear about God. In the beginning, God. Isn't that awesome? In the beginning, God. And we hear that this God is called Elohim. And this God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. And I just got this in my spirit. And just as a, a quick, uh, quick discussion, the word created at that point, I believe the word is bara. And that was that was that Hebrew word has only been used in Genesis 1 and 1 because only God created. Once he created, there was nothing more to create. So that word was not used. If you see created anywhere else, it will be another Hebrew word. Amen. Because he was and is the creator of heaven and earth. What an awesome and a mighty God we serve. Okay, so we're going to go into uh, another name for God. Who is he and what is he to you? 
But before this, I am I'm asking the question, and uh, I'm going to give you the uh, the number to call. It's area code three one three. Eight seven one nine six five six. If you want to let me know who God is to you, Amen. Who He is and what is He to you, Amen. Now, before I get to the second um, scripture, I want to shout a big hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus, on behalf of uh, my sister. Um, she she was away and. Um, Somehow her husband went, quote unquote, missing in action. Um, so she had to um, to really get down in prayer and get to do some some work to um, find him, both uh, both her and her daughter. And he finally turned up about 12 hours later. And we are thanking God for him. We are thanking God that he was found safe and sound, alive and was back on his own. So I thank the Lord because, you know, sometimes, you know, these, these, these situations, they come to you and they come so close to you that you have to travail. Oh, hallelujah. You have to travail in prayer. And that's what I did on, uh, I believe it was on Friday night when, when um, I got the call. But I'm not saying that it's me because I know many others were those people that she spoke with, and I know she did too. And her, her daughter had clarity of mind and clarity of purpose that she had to be right there on call waiting to make sure that he was okay. Amen. He did not have a cell phone, so it was a, it was a little rough on the family. But I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. And 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 for those of you who can relate, just shout hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to God. Shout hallelujah that when you think that things are, are just going south and something has happened to them and what has happened, I haven't heard from them. I don't know what's going on, and I feel so helpless. Because because I just can't get it. And then God steps in and God says, hey, I am still God. I was watching over him. And here he is in the name of Jesus. I was watching over her and here she is in the name of Jesus. And we have to shout hallelujah. We have to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. And we ask you, Lord, to continue to do what only you can do. Amen. God, as the miracle worker, we thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Let's talk about El Shaddai, the Almighty God. Genesis 17 and 1. And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord... Now we're going to get to this name later, the Lord Jehovah, appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Amen. Oh, how awesome this is. I am El Shaddai. I am the Mighty One. I am God. I am mighty. Amen. I am the one 
true God. I do mighty things in nature. I, I have strength. I have power. Amen. I am strength. I am power. I am the almighty God. And if you're looking for this almighty God, a God that's, that's strong, a God that's mighty to do wonders, hallelujah, then you're looking for El Shaddai. When you ask who he is, he is El Shaddai, the almighty God. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. This is just so awesome to even be talking about who God is. Amen. Who is he? Who is he? That's who he is. You know, this, this same Shaddai and, and that same word, that same word talks about mighty men, men of rank, mighty heroes. Oh, my Lord. And God says, I am the almighty God. Amen. Just remember, I am still God. Hallelujah. But I am powerful. So you're looking for someone who is going to really, really take, take, take hold of the enemy and just, you know, rough him up and throw him around and tell him, don't mess with my child. You know, some of us, you know, we get down like that, don't we? Well, if you're looking for someone who's going to do something like this, you're looking for a mighty warrior. He's mighty to save. Amen. And that is the almighty God. So he turns to Abram. At that time, his name was Abram. He had not become Abraham. Amen. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. So when he was 99 years old, the Lord, Jehovah, and let me break down Jehovah now. Jehovah is actually, in, um, in Hebrew, it is an unpronounced name. It's as though you have the consonants without vowels. It's unpronounced. And very often uh, you would find um, in, in the old, in, in the discussions on, on the old culture, um, they would not pronounce his name. They'd be like silence. Oh, hallelujah. That's the reverence they had for God. And after a while, there were vowels that were placed in so that we would be able to speak about it. And then it was translated as Jehovah. Amen. And it is the name for the one true God. Hallelujah. So the one true God appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am God, the mighty one. Amen. The mighty one to save. I am the God and I have a strength and, and power. Hallelujah. Jehovah, praise the Lord. El Shaddai. Oh, hallelujah. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. So we have to ask ourselves, who is this God? Amen. And, and what is he to you? And, and we, can, we can now, I'll give you our number one more time, and then we can minister in song to you and, and just sit back and listen to a few seconds of this. That, and, and we're talking about who God is. God is. The number to call is 313-871-9656.
And we have a caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord. God bless all of you there on the radio station. I'm just saying the goodness and grace of God is always beautiful to share. I'm just not starting back within the last year, six months. Mm. I know God is really, I should never walked away because he never walked away from me. He never left me. And I just thinking about the church. I got saved in some years ago. Maybe I need to go back and and and, and start over again and just going around different. I'm sort of like a lost mm. you know, God knows what my mind is. He's telling me what to do. And I just got to get on and, and, and stop holding back because Satan always got to change on people, trying yes. to hold them back. And I don't want to be living in that kind of life no more. I, I tried it twice, and I know what I repented, and he grabbed me back and turned me around and set myself down on solid ground where he with this world he made. And now I'm going to be there. And I tell people, you know, I don't understand. People that don't know God and don't want to be bothered with their, with their, uh, their teaching and speaking of Jesus Christ that died for our sins for the whole world. Mm. And I was looking at the story, the Bible story on the CDs I had about what Jesus went through in the time of Bible time. It was it was a lot. It was like wars been going on for days and Bible days. My Lord. And it's still going on. You know, it's all kind of different kind of people in different worlds, different places, I mean, in the world. But just for the sake of Jesus' name, his name, his name is so powerful. Yes, it is. Now, and that's what a lot of people back in the day they didn't want to hear. But they didn't know. They had to find out where this miracle and all these blessings coming from because it's, just, it's from heaven above. That's why the devil's so mean on us because he's been there and he knows, but he's not powerful as God. And one day all is going to come to end. I My Lord. believe I that dream. And we're going to live in a heaven. I mean, heavenly has dwell on earth in Psalm 23. And it's going to be so good. I hope it I will be. be there. It will and be. I, I hope that I can really be there in the spirit and be somewhere if I'm dead or gone, I know somewhere I want to be. That's in that kind of life. Amen, my brother. And I'll tell you what, if that's where you want to be, I thank God. I thank God. I thank God, and and you know what I was as as we were minister being ministered through that song by uh, Reverend James Cleveland. You know, I I hear he's my protection, he's my all in all. So no matter what the enemy tries to to do all around you, just understand that he is your protection. He is your protection. He is there. Sometimes we don't think that we see him, but we know that he is there. Amen. We are yes. We feel sometimes like we are the lost sheep, but he knows. Look, lost, you and I think we are lost. God's eye is there. Amen. The, the eye of the Lord roams to and fro. Amen. He's just roaming. His just his eye, not the devil that's going, going. He's got to walk and go. But all my God has to do is just move his eye just a little. And he knows through no seeking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are perfect towards him. Amen. I believe that's uh, in Second Chronicles. And yes, amen, amen, Second Chronicles. And listen, 
He will be the one to tell us what to do. And even if we're going on the wrong path, and as you say, even as we know, and we know that this is happening, and we repent, God is there. God is there. Oh, my Lord. He is Jehovah Shammah. He is right there. He's there with you. He had not left you. And if you remember that he hasn't left you, you will keep on walking. You will keep on walking. There are stones that will be in your path as you keep on going. What the enemy is trying to do is to throw you off track. God though is bigger than the enemy. My God is mightier than the noise of many waters. My God, Psalm 93 and 4, my God will step in in a mighty way. Listen, listen, listen. You look to the hills from whence cometh your help because your help is coming from God. Psalm 121. Continue to look to the hills from whence cometh your help. And I thank the Lord for you. I thank the Lord and I ask the Lord even now to touch you in a mighty way that when he sees you start to shift just a little, we're asking you, Lord, to bring my brother back, put him back on the track. Lord, you know what path you have for him. The path is there. He may not see it because of, of the, the, the stones and, and, and the all of the, the, the things that are being placed before him. But no matter what, Lord, I know that you are mighty. You're mighty to save. You are bigger than all of that. So I'm thanking you even now, Lord, for putting my brother on track, Lord, and listen and know turning back in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We ask the Lord to bless you from the crown of your head all the way down to the soles of your feet, my brother, and all around you. And let there be clarity of purpose in the name of Jesus from this time forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for that prayer, because I've tried to walk away from my family members and people and my associates. I used to socialize. And he took all that old hot water or whatever you call it, lift from for the last four years I had been there. And I don't need it. I don't need it. The devil said in the Bible, said they did drink wine and something biblical day, but God said, don't get drunk. That's it. That's when the devil, that's when the that's devil stuff all in your mind, Amen. 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 I never get on drugs or nothing like that and quit smoking cigarettes. I work in a plane. It looked like the cigarettes doing something. I say, what, 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 six months? If I see other smoking cigarettes, I'd have to quit that quick. Quit. Yeah, I am 50-something years old. Quit. And I'm making it on. I'm going on. Keep on, on, keep on, on, keep on keeping on because, you know, God is in the midst. Always remember that, that God is there. And no matter what they try to do, oh, yes, he's there. It's not over yet. Nope. I, mean, I got to be older and have to find this out. All the stuff I've seen and been mm. through. Mm. Why now, you know? Mm. Well, my brother, if, if, you are, if you are speaking to me now, it ain't over. It ain't over. Just understand that while we are on this side of heaven, that battle is not over. But guess what? I can put it in the Lord's hands. I'm going to look past that battle. I'm going to look past and say, I've got a God. My God 
is seeing. Amen. My God knows when to step in, but understand this. There are times when you have to go through in order to strengthen you at the core, to strengthen you so that someone else who is going through, you can go and you can pull them out because you say, I've been there. I've done that. God has delivered me and he will deliver. Oh, hallelujah. He will deliver you too in the name of Jesus. Amen, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. And I ask you, keep on listening. Amen. Much love to you, my brother. We could turn to, you know. Yes. I I tried it. I tried it. And I know it don't work. I tell my nephew and people, keep your eye on the spare. Keep it. Lord God. Yes. I have mercy on you. Amen. I have mercy on all these little ones and, and all the young people in the world, all over the world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. God is. God is. Who is he? Who is he? God is. God is. He is your protector. He is your provider. He is your shield. Oh, my Lord. He is your deliverer. Oh, my Lord. Help us, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord. Do you remember the time when it, when the Lord told Abraham to take his son, his only son, take him up to the mountain with all the trappings for the sacrifice except the sacrifice? Do you remember when the when the Lord told him and all Abraham did was yes he did it he took his son with him you remember when his uh, his his uh, son asked him lord well, dad 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 where's the sacrifice i see everything else but i don't see the sacrifice do you remember all of that amen and and you and i if we are reading it for the first time we're thinking that abraham's going to sacrifice his son but i want to touch on genesis chapter 22 and and i'm at genesis 22 verses 13 and 14. After Abraham goes up to the mountain, after he ties his son, after it looks as though he was going to create, make his son a sacrifice, after he was ready to sacrifice his son. And in Genesis 22 and 13, The word reads, Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, before behind him, a ram caught in a a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. You notice we love to say uh, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord is my provider. Amen. But in the translation from the Hebrew, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will see to it. The Lord will see to it. The Lord saw when Abraham went up the mountain without the sacrifice, the Lord saw what was going to happen. The Lord saw the the faithfulness of Abraham to his to his uh to 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 his promise. The the Lord saw his obedience. That's what I wanted to say. My apologies. The Lord saw it. 
All we know is we did what the Lord told us to do. And even if it seems as though we are going all the way to the wall, even though Moses, it seemed as though you were going all the way to the Red Sea and you didn't know what was going to happen because there was water in front of you and there was Pharaoh's army behind you. And yet the Lord saw it and he opened the Red Sea that you and all his children Children of Israel will walk through from Egypt on dry land. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah sees, the Lord sees. Amen. Because the angel of God prevented the sacrifice of Isaac. And he provided the substitute, which was the ram that was caught in the thicket, in the bush, in, in, in that, that little area that Abraham didn't even see it before, but he saw it at that time. Can you see that? This is what the Lord is doing even today. We may not see it. We see all of the other things that are happening around us, but the question was, who is he and what is he to you? Amen. He is the all-seeing one. He sees, even though you think he's not seeing you, he is. But there are times when he has to strengthen you. There are times when he has to even test you, not for him to see what you will do, but for you to know, hallelujah, what you will do in a situation, that for you to know so that you will be strengthened on this Christian journey. Amen. Hallelujah. So who is he and what is he to you? Who was he to Abraham at that time? It's the Lord who will see it. He will see to it. That's why we look at it as that he will provide. Because when he sees my needs, he provides for me. Hallelujah. And he provided the ram for the sacrifice for Abraham. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. How about this one? Exodus chapter 17, verses 14 to 15. And I'm just going to pull this one out. And it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. Now listen to me, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. Why? Because the Lord was victorious in the battle. He was victorious in battle. And... Moses recognized that, and he called this name Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner. Because you know, when you when you you see in the in the battles of old, um, you'll see these flags. You know the the flag of of the Crusades or the flag of such and such. You know, and you see the them riding on horseback with their um, their swords or their lances and, you know, ready to get to the enemy. But the flag is there saying which side I'm on. Amen. And the Lord is the one who is on 
our side, the Lord, my banner, Jehovah Nisi. Amen. Exodus, that was Exodus chapter 17, verses 14 to 15. This is, and I'm going to quickly read from verse 8. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose out, choose us out, men, and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hand was heavy. His hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on one side, the one on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Verse 13, and Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Oh, my Lord, he just got them. He broke them down. Verse 14, and the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in a book. Rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under the sun. The enemy that starts to, tr- that, uh, that starts to come against you and the Lord sees it and the Lord says, I'm going to put them out. You're not going to see them anymore. Watch out. Don't doubt the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 15, Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. For he said, because the Lord had sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. When the Lord says it, so it is. But he put the banner up because he says the battle ain't mine. Hallelujah. The battle is the Lord's. Amen. So who is he and what is he to you? The Lord, my banner. My God. Hallelujah. Mm. Wow. Look, you guys getting me all fired up here today. Oh, praise the Lord. And I'm so thankful because I really want to know who he is and what he is to you. Amen. So I'm going to, to go through one more scripture for now. And then we will minister in song. And this here In Judges, chapter 6, and I wanted to pull out verses 23 to 24, and I may just go back just a little bit, you know, so that we we can get the um, the gist of it. So, um, but first I'm going to read from Judges, chapter 6, verses 23 to 24. And the Lord Jehovah, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not. Thou shalt not die. Then Gideon, got it, built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day it is yet in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. Listen, listen, listen. What did the Lord say to Gideon? Peace be unto you. Fear not. You shall not die. Gideon built an altar there. You worship the Lord right there, and he called it Jehovah Shalom. Shalom, peace. The Lord, our peace. Amen. Judges, chapter 6. 
Amen. And we had started with verses 23 and 24 because I wanted to to sort of jump right in into it. But from verse 1, and I'm not going to read all, all of it, of course, but the children of Israel, were de- de- um, they, were, they were doing evil in, in God's sight. And um, God, he, you know, he sent the, um, the Midianites, the Amalekites. I mean, they were in bad straits. They were truly in bad straits. As a matter of fact, they were all the way down to um, being fearful, it was as though the Lord was not with them. And it came to pass when the children cried to the Lord because of the Midianites, that's when the Lord sent a prophet to the children. And he says, look, the Lord says, I brought you up from Egypt. I brought you from the house of bondage. I delivered you. I did all these things. And I told you, I am the Lord your God. Don't fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. And, and then even an angel came and he sat under the oak and, and Gideon, you know, um, Gideon said, Lord, I don't know who you are, you know, but why is all this happening to us? What is going on? Amen. And the Lord said, he says, go, I need you to be the one to save. I need you to be the one, and, you know, and Gideon is saying, well, whoa, 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 whoa. Look, I I can't do this. I can't do that. Amen. But even as the angel spoke with him, the angel had to tell him, the angel of the Lord said, don't be afraid. Amen. When he, he recognized that it really was an angel, he said, my Lord, he was afraid. And that's when the Lord said, be at peace. Be at peace. You ain't going to die. I mean, I'm in a place. They, Gideon is in a place where they are ready to die. Gideon is, is hiding behind, you know, behind this little shed. And he's threshing wheat. He's just trying to make a little bit of some sum for himself. But that's when he built an altar. Because he had the peace. And he called it Jehovah Shalom. Amen. And Right there, Gideon was commissioned to be the one to lead the Israelites in that particular battle. The Lord, our peace. So he, who is he? Who is God? And what is he to you? Amen. So let's minister in song one last time.
Kim. Hallelujah. So to our Facebook family, welcome to you. And we were talking about who is he and what is he to you. And as we recap, we talked about him being God, being the almighty God. Amen. He's mighty to save. Hallelujah. The self-existent one, my God. He talk, We talked about him being Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will see to it. He's going to see to it. That's how he provides for you. We looked at him being our banner. He's that flag. When we're in trouble, he's the one who's going out and saying, listen, this is the side that I'm on. I'm on the Lord's side. Amen. We also talked about him being the Lord, our peace. What is he to you? That when you are afraid and when in times of trouble, he is the Lord, my peace. Amen. Hallelujah. And now we're going to look at the Lord being Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that heals you. Amen. And I want to read from Exodus chapter 15. And I was jumping into verse 26, but I'm going to back up just a little bit and read from verse 22, where there was bitter water that the children of Egypt in and, you know, as they were in the desert and, and Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went out into the wilderness of Shur and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Mara, remember that name, Mara, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mara and Mara means bitter. Amen. So the people murmured against Moses, of course, when things happen and things don't go your way, you've got to look for a scapegoat. And the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree. That tree, he cast them in, cast it into the waters and the waters were made sweet. Hallelujah. And there he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. And he said, this is the Lord now saying, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee, for I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. I note here in this, it seems as though, think about this, he says, if you would diligently hearken, amen, so he's looking for our obedience, hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do what is right, do justly, amen, Hallelujah, and will give ear to his commandments. So you've got to be able to know what he wants. Amen. And keep his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Now, 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 I would just ask that question. Are we walking in his ways? Amen. Are we? Are we being disobedient to the Lord? But that is aside. I am going to leave that for a different broadcast because we can talk about obedience, amen, or rather about disobedience and the consequences of disobedience, amen. But God said, 
to Moses and to the Israelites, he said to them, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am he. Amen. And are we in need of healing? I would say to you, my brothers and sisters, if you're in need of healing, speak to the Lord. Pray to him. Talk to him. Let him know. Let him know that you're in need of healing. Not that he doesn't see it, but it's beautiful to be able to have that communication with him. And I'm not telling you that if you if you are sick and you know you have been to the doctor and the doctor has told you to you know use such and such a medication. I'm not telling you not to do that, but I'm telling you that you've got a God that you can go to. And that God is the one who is truly, truly going to heal you. He is the healer. Amen. I am the Lord that heals you. I And, and when we think about healing, I, I, I'm reading here, even figuratively, healing the hurts of the nations. Amen. Healing. Oh, my goodness. Healing you from personal distress. Oh, because sometimes we think about the healing being just the just a sickness, you know. But what about when you're in distress? Amen. That's all part of knowing that you are to be healed, that you need to be healed, and that you're asking, Lord, you're speaking to him and you're praying to him and you're asking him to heal you because he is the Lord that heals. Amen. Hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656 in the last um, five or six minutes of the broadcast. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Here's one that I am sure that you will, you will know and you will appreciate. Psalm 23 verse 1. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Who is he? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? Why? You know, very often we say this, uh, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. But do we really chew on it? Oh, my brothers and sisters, I would truly, truly ask you if you can chew on this because in it, there are some kernels for you. When you understand that the Lord is your shepherd, that he is the one who is leading you. When you understand exactly who he is, it brings joy to your soul to understand who he is and what he is to you. He is the shepherd to me and I am the sheep. And yes, some of us will say, well, I ain't no sheep, you know, but hey, if you are being led by the Lord who is your shepherd, because remember, this discussion was in the time of the agrarian society. So yes, they understand the 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 difference between the shepherd and the sheep. They understand the concept because it was in their everyday life. There was there was a shepherd. They would see the shepherds in the fields, amen. And they will see that the shepherd would make sure that the sheep went in the right path, amen. 
that it, that the shepherd would bring the sheep back that were going astray. There were so many things, so many parts of this 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 role of the shepherd. Amen. And think about the shepherd who is actually in your church, that God has ordained for your church, for those of you who actually attend church. Amen. Think about that shepherd. That shepherd has so much to do. Sometimes, you know, we just uh, we just see the pastor as uh, as as the person who is uh, he. You know, he comes on a Sunday morning and and he preaches and that's about it. But I would say to you that as things are happening in your life and as you go and you see the shepherd who is the pastor. When you see him, when you speak to him, when things happen, or even when God speaks to him about your condition, he's the one who gets down on his knees and starts praying for you because you see, you are in his care because God had ordained him to have this group of sheep, amen, to be what we would call the under shepherd if we look at our Lord as the shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. And now he has ordained someone who would take that role, that role on earth for you and for me. And I say to you, my brothers and sisters, do not muzzle the ox that treaded out the corn because they are doing a mighty work. They're actually doing a mighty work, some of which is done underneath that you may not even know. You may not even know until you get to heaven and you find out what kind of crown this particular shepherd that that God had sent you to the crown that he will or she will wear. Amen. The shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, I'm not going to need. When I talk about my God, I am not going to need anything. But see, in my human body, I think I need. In my human body, my emotions get the best of me. And here I am, you know, Lord, oh, Lord, I don't have this today. Lord, I need this. Lord, this is happening. See what they're doing to me, Lord. I need your help. But the shepherd, he sees. I want you to know who is he. He is the shepherd. He is seeing He is doing it. He's actually putting people, places, and things in place uh, so that you will come out of your situation. But see, his timing is a little different from yours. And so you will think that he is not doing anything. But listen, in terms of the shepherd, Jehovah Ra, the Lord, my shepherd, Listen to the translation for Jehovah, what we know, Jehovah, God, the Lord, amen, Ra, the shepherd, he tends, he pastures, to pasture, to tend, to feed, my Lord, to feed people as a flock, a herdsman, bringing them all together, amen, and that's what the shepherd is. And, and listen to another, my goodness, part of the definition in my last minute, to be a friend of. 
Oh, hallelujah. To be a special friend. Think about this. The shepherd being a special friend. And I pray as I, as, as I'm into the last 30 seconds of my broadcast that you will remember who he is and what he is to you. He is he your shepherd. Is he your peace? You name it. What is he to you? Amen. Strong and mighty. Hallelujah. Is he the one that sees? Is he the one that heals? The self-existing one. This is Elder Juwa signing off. May God bless you. Hallelujah. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewel. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewa, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.